Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I feel bad for him. I, I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, like not saying it in a talking way, I feel bad for him. I think he's a sorry, miserable, un- insecure, unhappy person. He's not. I, I think he is deep down. So wait, let me get this straight. So because your videographer David's not here, you promoted your girlfriend to videographer. She's, a videographer, She's on no. David duty. Yeah, basically. Just she talk, has to hit just, a certain quota every day on on taking Snapchats, or we can't so eat. Just it's talk, not she can't eat; we can't eat. Just talking to the mic. You, you can wear the headphones. By the way, look oh, at my look so at weird. Caleb. <laughs> what dog did y'all feed these two before you gave them to me? <laughs> they absolutely destroyed mauled pair of headphones. Wait, well, we can't even really afford a new weird. pair now with the current viewership. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did it. Yeah, but bro, we had a thirteen-year-old. Like, come it's on, we're putting her on. She's it's thirteen, just, you have to admit, bro. Podcast is now, bro. Yeah, it is. It, it's we don't over. hang out as much anymore. That's part of it. I'm gonna just come straight out. I'm gonna come out of the closet right now on this podcast. And what do you have to say about Mike coming out of the closet? Mike's really sad that you guys haven't been hanging out. <sighs> wow, she got serious. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Talk, get sounds, closer to the mic. Sounds really weird. I don't like the. Hey, babe. Some this people, is what she wakes up to. Everybody, hey, babe, time to get up. No, it sounds weird. I I can't imagine waking up next to Mike and anything sounding worse than that. It's pretty great. Oh, it is. That's good. It's she, good waking up next to you too, babe. <laughs> oh, that's cute. yo. Get your stupid <laughs> cinematographic camera out of here. Kevin. It is true because from the two shot, it's just right in the middle. It's probably blocking a little bit. We oh, appreciate you though, Kev. Showing. But also, Viva Mexico. Viva, viva Las Chivas. Yeah. Biggest pinata in the world. Guinness Book World Record. Two records one day we broke with that giant pinata. That cost a million dollars. That prime pinata cost a million dollars. And what do we do with it now? Nothing, bro. <laughs> Nothing. Did it break? Yeah, we, we opened it from the bottom. What came out of it? You should have gotten Toys. a bull. You should have gotten a bulldozer to hit it and break it like an actual pinata. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, it's, it's metal. It's like it took it took like six months to build. It Wait, was a serious toys project. came out of it? it? So for a pinata to be considered an actual pinata, you need toys, candy, and toys and candy. To- Kev, is that toys? Like what kind of toys came out of it? We had bouncy balls. You know who would have liked we that? We spent $60,000 on inflatable balls, dude. Oh my God. That's what I use testosterone oh. for, to get these inflatable balls. <laughs> nice. So so wait, <laughs> you're, you're sad we aren't friends anymore? Yeah, I mean, I, I called manager Jeff about it the other day. I'm gonna be up front, bro. You you don't talk. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. It's like you. And you it's call and honestly, him, you call him pal. Oh, she's gonna yo. You're gonna really start diving in. This was a big topic on the last Jeff FM. I could read some of your recent texts. I'm like, yo, bro. Yo, what's the plan tonight? Blah blah. So on so forth. Can't wait to see you. Not not sure, boss. No idea, pal. You're the boss. Let you know soon, chief. Like, bro, you 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 pet turn me so bad, bro. Like, I'm you're you one mean? step away from how bad do you want to call me buddy right now? Be honest, how bad do you want to call me buddy? I would never, bud. 
You're my buddy. You're I my just, pal. You're nah, my fucking pal. We should pal. make time because, bro, this uh, before before the greatest boxer of all time comes on, this show, this show was built around friendship. The the vibe on this show, the demeanor of this show was built around our shared stories together and the friendship that we had. And now that we just haven't been seeing each other as much, it's it's. I think that might be part of the issue. I think that might be part of the problem. And we'll get to the other part of the problem, which is we don't do red pill content, which I want to start with today. No. Yo, get go get a sandwich and get out of here. I'm, I'm completely kidding. No, no, no. Uh, no, no you're going to be going through a fucking drought real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Babe, I'm kidding. Let's go. Um, we're, we're not doing red pill content. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you so much for your input. Uh, what do you want to say about it's the because, friendship? Sir? No, because, listen, I made a PowerPoint when I moved to Puerto Rico trying to convince all my friends to move to Puerto Rico, and I thought one slide would get Mike for sure, and it was that the community that I live in has a lazy river. I thought that was like my checkmate, and it just wasn't enough. And he stayed in L.A., got his car totaled, <laughs> gets reamed by the government. and So I just sent another seven figs yesterday. The one thing I will say is when you asked me to do that, it was during a real upswing in my, in my YouTube career. I, I said to myself, I need to stay planted. I can't be this yes man forever. I need to stay planted. I need to make a way for myself. Well, how's that And going? now two years later, I <laughs> fell off just like this podcast, dude. All right? And I'm pissed about it. And I, you know what? I'll say it right now. I'd like to see that PowerPoint again. <laughs> I, I don't have it. It's gone. It's, it's deleted. Uh, I will say, as a YouTube veteran which is what I am at this point, which is crazy. Like, I'll be going to these events and stuff, and people will be like, man, I've been watching you since Vine. I'm like, Vine? That was, oh, my God. That was 10 years ago. I've been doing this forever. The one thing I've gotten really good at is not being tied to the view count. Yeah, You just you are, can't yeah. be, bro. You just can't be. It's every creator has their ups. Every creator has their downs. And also, just because of a video doesn't <laughs> perform like, you know, some previous ones doesn't even mean it's a down. It just, you know, maybe it's something our audience or the internet was not as interested in, but people are still interested in. Well, every, Bro, like every, you get, you're talking about getting 113,000 views on a video and that's that's affecting you. That's still so many people well, also, watching us talk to a 13 year old who's also was, fantastic. But we put shit. this young young woman on who's like deserves, you know, everything she's working for. And I find pride in that. I was also being jovial. I'm 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 joking around about it. You're but shitting I, on Jazzy. Not, I'm reading between the no, lines. No, but I want to talk. But I want to talk to Jake about this. Actually, a good a good like segue into bringing him on because you guys you guys broke out of that world where where views matter at all, and you guys exist in the mainstream now. So I think that's a pretty good fucking segue for the great potentially greatest boxer of all time. He, he's existing in. in the mainstream. No, he is the mainstream. He's the greatest boxer of all time. This generation's <laughs> Muhammad Ali. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my brother, champion Jake Paul. How are you, man? Hey. Is, Congrats. Is Carl here? Does Carl have my belt? Is he here with Carl my belt? Carl Jung, the uh, he, he, philosopher? Is he coming? Say, say again? He's not, Carl's not bringing it? Can you hit him up? I feel like a bad U.S. champ. I left it in Florida. I left, I lost my belt and Carl got it. He, Are you talking about the, can you, can you the have belt of the he's, Americas? Yeah, he said, yeah, I lost Randy it. Randy Orton has it. Does he? He took it for, he stole it from you. I'll RKO the shit out of him. <laughs> um, he said he would be here. Oh, oh. Your headphones too, huh? I'm just going to go without them. No, no. Really? Thanks for joining us, bro. Jake, do you think that we did? Felt I ruin it? Is it am I ruining this sit down? Absolutely, like absolutely. 
But the but it's the ears. Yeah, have you ever done this? Before? <laughs> Why is your hat always so high now? It's so high. <laughs> Highest hat ever. Because I have a big head. It's like a top hat. It's a high hat. <laughs> and you don't got the two chains on today. I guess that somebody got to you with that little response to that picture. What chains? Man by the name of Rampage said that that's not your thing, buddy. Do you know what he's talking about? No, I don't either. You know Rampage, the brawler? Rampage yeah. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. He responded to a picture of you wearing chains and said basically, yo, that's not your thing, buddy. Because that's his thing. Ah, got Those it. Those two got giant it, chains it. that you were wearing. I, uh, is that his thing? Yeah, I think basically. Sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't alive in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He's going to rampage your ass. Would you, would you, would you, would you fight that man? You fight anyone. Yeah, you, well, like, what, bro? Shh. I, come on. We, no, we've seen, I we've, already dusted up that whole roster. That, that dusty-ass <laughs> roster, for sure. Like, did, did, did he ever fight Silva? I don't like know. What, what era is he from? He I, was when we were growing up, first watching UFC. Rampage Jackson. Jackson? Jackson? Ma Michael Jackson? Legend. Iconic legend. Of the That's the thing. Like, when we no, approach I know the name. You know I know the name, and I know what he looks like, and I've seen him, like, <laughs> knock people out, but I just... That's it. But like, no, but we need to do better. We, you, I need to do better than that. We bring up these combat greats. I know it should be me too, but like, bro, mm, come I'm on. I'm just saying dude. the way you're throwing around even that word though, like combat greats. Like he, he has a cool did, nickname and he actually punched through a door and talked to Ariel Hawani. But how much does Ariel he Hawani. mean, how much does he mean to, to, to combat? Couldn't tell you. But how much does Jake Paul mean to combat at the moment? Everything. I mean, you are boxing. I'm so proud of you, Jake. Thank you, man. You, you, you hit Andre <laughs> August with an uppercut from the heavens. Man, you're. I was getting like, emo I was going on this like roller coaster of emotions after the fight, but I got to watch your speech in the ring back, and it was just like surreal. And I, I don't know. I just want to say I love you. I love you. It's so crazy, and you have a good way of like putting it from a different perspective, and like, but also knowing the impact. And yeah, it just means a lot. Your words are very powerful. Um, so that was that was really awesome, and yeah, one of the best nights of my life. For sure. I'm going to remember it forever. Just everything A to Z, the whole year coming to a crescendo. It was just surreal. You made us all so proud and easy as your family and friends watching it. Like when you got in there in one round, just <laughs> clocked this dude. Who, by the way, like I don't I don't understand. Like he's a 10 and one boxer. And, and I think some I've seen some people like trying to even discredit that. But also he's like a three times Golden Gloves champion. Yeah, like 30 amateur fights. So does that mean you could have been a Golden Gloves champion? <laughs> I would destroy all those guys. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. What what just, went wrong with that in his strategy that he left himself so open in round one? He just he just wasn't able to to like because you understand hear, your tap. You can hear the commentator like Andre's got to stop dipping down. He dips down and you knock him out. It was Tyron Woodley that was saying that. He no. was, yeah, <laughs> Tyron knows. He's, He's talking like, from experience. Wait, actually, yeah, they just put all the people you've knocked out on the commentary booth now. <laughs> yes, Andre As August is going to be back to commentate. Yeah, man. I so it was really a range and distance thing, which is what I'm getting really good at managing. So like he couldn't land a punch and I was hitting him hard as fuck to the body and just jabbing him up. And just instantly when you're getting hit from all angles, you don't know what's going on and you can't get to your opponent because they're, they're managing the distance. You're just going to be like, what the fuck do I do? So he starts like dipping down to dodge the punches. And I was coming over the top, 
I see kept dipping down. I was just like, all right, here comes the uppercut. So one thing I noticed as a spectator who kind of understands this, well, I understand the sport, um, <laughs> like pretty fucking well. But I, I always, you know, thought in my head just maybe because of my ego and also like I believe in my boxing skill. Like if me and Jake fought, like it would definitely be a fight. But I, I have to say purely because I'm prideful that I would win. But on your podcast, Jasper asked me, he's like, point blank, yeah. do you think you can beat Jake? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Hell no. And after that performance, I realized why, I think. It's so clear now how technical of an understanding you have as a boxer that I simply lack. You're, you're, you're thinking, you're, you're almost at 40 chess, I think. You're a much smarter athlete. Uh, that I think people give you credit for. One hundred percent, people uh, I, for many for many reasons. Um, but yeah, after I brought in this new team, really third, and Jay Leon assisting, they're just like a boxing encyclopedia, and really brought me back to the basic fundamentals and understanding of every little thing in the ring and not letting me make any mistakes and understanding why it's so important to do each and every little thing right and correcting a lot of the mistakes that I've made. And really that brought a full 360 understanding to like almost unlock all of the potential of every single move, punch and things that I needed to do in the ring. Um, so that's what people I think are starting to see after only two camps with them, right? Like yeah. it, we've been working together for five months and that's already the the difference so it's pretty crazy and i'm just falling more in love with the, what they call the sweet science because that's truly what it is and everything is is interconnected and it's scary it's scary you're for sca people you're scary. It's, it, pe people you're should scary be scared people. uh they, they should be very scared to the level of understanding that i'm um attaining because at the end of the day i'm more athletic than every single boxer in the whole entire sport and stronger than them that's, and i that's say that and I, and I say that i don't think it's wild at no all. i'm not it's just a it's just a ballsy statement i don't think I, a concrete I, I, statement it, I actually, it is i actually it is. don't think it's i don't think it's ballsy at Athletic, all what do you mean by I, that what do you mean by that like just in pure speed skill reaction time like all of these things like put, put in all classes yeah just just in athleticism not boxing i would like, put, put us all in a 400 meter race Put oh, us all in a hundred meter in, 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 put in, us in a football game, in a football in, game, a basketball, pickleball, anything. anything. I'm smoking all of them. Bowling, so what does that bowling mean? Pool? It, that's not, those aren't sports. So, but, but when you match, when you match uh, this, when I get this, skill, a sport. it's a hobby. Oh, God damn. It's a hobby. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game. It's a game, a hobby. Santa baby, the season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Ho, ho, the leaders ho. in below the waist grooming have just launched their fifth generation performance package to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra and watch your South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all by going to manscaped.com and using code LOGAN. 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Xmas gifts are hard. We all know that, but this one isn't. Manscaped is a one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the gift in the performance package 5.0 Ultra, which includes loads of perfect stocking stuffers. 
Anybody in the family have too much scruff? Look no further than Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit and Handyman Electric Face Shaver for all his facial hair needs. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code Logan at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Manscaped.com. Use the code Logan. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. Back to the What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Did you make August delete his Instagram? He deleted his Instagram. Jake, you knocked him out, but you ruined his life. You, you do do you like doing you ruined his life. Like, do you like doing that? All these people that you knock out, they go, they get regular jobs after, they quit the sport, they become fa- like family pe- like they have to go inward. Do you, does that make you happy to know that you're out there destroying the, the livelihoods of people? That's a loaded question. <laughs> but <laughs> he's retiring. Jake. But I will he say was a professional boxer. But also the also the, there's two sides of it because he had the same the equal opportunity that I had to to knock me out and to take everything from me and to turn his life and to turn himself into a millionaire if he could pull up one of the greatest upsets. So and he's he's more experienced than me, so he should win. Like I don't feel bad. You have more amateur fights than me. Like, what, are you not training as hard? What did you do wrong? Are you not focused? I think- these are things that he has to look at. However, I don't enjoy that. I don't want these people to be miserable after. However, you can die in there, and my family's watching. All of these things are going on. I could be the embarrassed one at the end of the night. Sure. So I don't give a fuck if you're a grown ass man and you have been doing this your whole life and you sign up for it. You know what the consequences are. And at the end of the day, um, do I, yeah, I, I don't want him to be sad or fucked up or mentally, you know, distraught or go through anything or create any mental health issues. And uh, I genuinely mean that. I don't wish that upon anybody. Uh, but you sign up for, for consequences and, and also the reward. I met and got seated next to Vivek Ramaswamy the presidential candidate who's been going viral on social media. Uh, and uh, I know you guys have made content in the past, but he, he had never been to a boxing fight before. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to explain to him how, how real this was. So he, he was talking to me and he's seeing you get your hands wrapped. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, and he's, he goes, wow, that guy wrapping his hands really knows what he's doing. Huh? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, he knows what he's doing. That's he all goes, he does. And he, and he goes, you guys, you guys really like you really into this. You really take it serious. I'm like Vivek. Um, <laughs> you could die in that ring. Yeah. Like someone could die tonight. He goes seriously, and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, because in boxing, especially, you can get knocked down, get your concussion, and have ten seconds to stand back up. Now you have to fight, and your like brain is partially bleeding. Like it's a dangerous ass sport. He just leaves, and it's not <laughs> a joke. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you have to take it serious, and as entertaining as it can be, like I think that's why you're able to fill these venues and people are so excited is because like everyone can feel how tense it is but then you walk into a christmas song (laughs) (laughs) throw everyone off mental warfare i think it kind of worked like because it it definitely threw them off they're all walking out his whole corner's like staring me down and i'm just like merry christmas when i walk by him i get in the ring like it kind of dis disarms them because they're trying to get all fired up and they're like 
what's well, this kid's what the uh, fuck crack or doing? something? What's, I've never seen this before. <laughs> For sure, in another life, you definitely were a crackhead. Um, yes. You have to. You look like it. You look like it could be a uh, good the one. Yeah. Are you start? Are, are you starting to? Hey, bring, thanks, man. Are you starting to bring thanks. some of that that um, turning some of that com- confidence into fun in the ring and feeling like you can go in there and have a little bit more of a good time. We've talked to fighters in the past on the show who say, I'm just going to go out there and have a good time. Do you, do you, are you starting to feel that confident or, or are you still in war mode besides the Christmas song? It's both. It's literally the 50, 50, like my profile picture. It's like the love, which is the the white side. And then the, the killer, the killer instinct and just being a savage and, and bringing out all the darkness inside of me. So that's really what it is, but I perform the best when I'm just having fun, Loose, yeah. messing around, joking, you know, talking some shit, dancing to Christmas songs and not taking it all too seriously, but still being able to like go to those dark places if need be to fight through any adversity. And that's the number one thing my coaches say before I walk out is like, just remember to have fun. And I think that's why my worst fight was Tommy Fury because I just wasn't having any uh, fun. The camp was miserable. The, I was just so many things, right? So that's when the fun gets sucked out of anything in life. Like It sucks. It's almost like, why are you even doing it? It's like the, the, the funnest thing I saw content-wise, or one of the funner things this past week was that uh, that KSI speed fight, dude, that was planned at the exact same time as your car. <laughs> did that happen? Yeah. Th- they actually did it? Yeah. Damn. At the exact same time as your car. Do you think that was pure coincidence? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I, obviously not. He also yeah. he also wasn't uh, he also wasn't super impressed with your your knockout. Of course, yeah. They, I mean, he does everything he can to to discredit me. Fuck. Like, I, I, of course. Sorry, dude. Because we need clips. Stop. Of course, of course, of course. Just sit there. Let him talk. Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> Did he say that? Uh, yeah, there was a clip of him uh, talking a- after the the fight. I could pull it up and and get this out. Bro, the you clip can't you can't not be impressed. <laughs> he, like, come on. Let me let me find it. Yeah, like what what more could I have possibly done? What? But that's why he's losing fans, though. Is no. because he is no like genuinely he's losing fans. Like people are like, bro, like no, he can't be, bro. He is. Well, what then? Who's gonna buy Prime? Bro, you're the one that carried it. The, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're I'm the one that kidding. carried it the whole way, anyways. No, no, you can't say something like that. No, that's not no, true. That, that's that's true. Jake. That's but, not Jake. But, that's not true. Rega- regardless, regardless. Um, but I, obviously, I told you obviously, this. obviously, all right. If you have millions of fans and you lose, like, if you're starting to lose some, like, there's still millions of fans, but people are like, "Yo, this is like inauthentic anymore." You're just trying to like take away from this kid, and like, you're just clearly saying this shit and you're 30 years old and acting like this with your ego and making everything about discrediting this person it's like all right dude you know grow up it really i feel bad for him i i genuinely from the bottom of my heart like not saying it in a talking shit way i feel bad for him i think he's a sorry miserable un- insecure unhappy person he's not i i think he is deep down and and you know better than everyone bro that Anyone can put on a facade and go about their lives and be in a terrible spot and a terrible position. And just like you were pushing through the Japan moments, but still were podcasting and vlogging. But deep down, you were hurting and struggling yeah, super bad, bro. Really and so I, he, he could be as 
as happy and joyful and be around you and for two or three days when you guys hang out for commercials, but he might go back to his thing. And I, I'm pretty sure, bro, he's just like to, to be that insecure and miserable at 30 years old to, to try and do these things. Like, uh, can I, can I play this real it's quick? Sad. Oh, it's sad. No, can, can, can I just play this clip just so I don't get out of context here? Shocked. No, <laughs> like we all know that Jake just looks for super easy fights and he fought a cab driver this time. So yeah, it is what it is. I don't really care about him. I didn't even know he was fine. <laughs> I didn't even know he was fine at the same time as me. So yeah, my shot. Yo, that's, it, it, I, it's such a lie. I, I just, like, and I just, he's just a fucking liar. And and people in this day and age respect authenticity more than anything. And we all we all know that it's complete bullshit. A cab driver who's been doing it his whole entire life, you know, three times Golden Gloves champion. And and it's just like, does he drive a cab though? Is that true? Is that any of that true? No. <laughs> No, that's actually that, he if, might if, he might have to. If now. there's no if there's no truth to the cab driver claim, then him saying that's actually kind of funny. That's a ridiculous thing to that, say. That's like a no. It's, out it's of a, context. It's it's a thing in boxing that people say oh, about fighters. Oh. That's like a thing, like a bag of milk, like yeah. that. So okay, so I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I I don't care about influencer boxing anymore. I I am only invested in your your rise I, I i personally believe that influencer boxing has has seen its day i don't care anymore i don't care about any of the fights this is just me personally i'm sure there are some people out there who do your your ability to break out and to now try to make a, a run for it in a in a, in a uh, solidified incredible manner is it interests me and intrigues me um that said if the if the jake jake paul ksi fight were to happen i would watch that fight it, it, after the knockout this past weekend, are you closer or further away from that fight ever happening? Further, always further. He's not going to do it, and I've said it since the beginning of time. He wants to talk about everything except actual negotiations to make the fight happen. And the more serious I take it, the the more scared he's going to get. And that's point blank, Man, period. I need you all to fight and then make up so you can join Prime. <laughs> like quickly. You and him, you named it. You fought in the Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it took it, a few it's, years. It, yeah, it's been it's possible. It's possible. Like life has a weird way of of shaping out and who knows what could happen, you know? <sighs> yeah, but I mean he's not gonna fight me. We'll see. We'll see. So you know it, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, I like I just don't think he's a he's a good person. Damn. I, just I got I don't know him to the fucking heart. You know, I I I I've spent some time with him. You spent a bunch of time with him. I don't I don't I don't get that impression having spent time around him. I'm sure don't you think, don't either obviously because you wouldn't be in a fucking business with him if that was the case. No, no, I I I have to I have to strongly disagree. You don't know him. And and just like he doesn't know you. And I've said this before. Bro, KSI is not JJ. In my head, those are like two different, two different things, two different entities. Like JJ, the person is is he is very different. Is not KSI the internet? Not not different, just not as not as animated. Not dude. not nearly. It just I also think when and and he knows this when he is in KSI land, he can reach a level of confidence and power that I'm not sure like JJ the the FIFA gamer would have. I I believe and I I could be incorrect. Um, 
But regardless, dude, what, what, whatever you do, if it's him or not, people are watching. And I know you have someone else in your sights. You've planned 2024 out somewhat in advance, and I know how far ahead you think. Uh, any super fights coming up, or are you you sticking with, uh, I'm going to prove people wrong? For yeah, now. yeah, no. The, there's uh, big fights, conversations happening behind the scenes. It just comes down to a matter of again people actually wanting to do it, and it's probably getting harder and harder it is. to get people to sign. It now. is, dude. Your 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 kid's favorite athlete. That's crazy. The, I, some kid called me. He dropped a, a note off at the door we were staying at, and I I, I was running by him. I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing here? Like, don't come by the house. He's like, I'm sorry, Jake's just my favorite athlete. And I was like, That's damn, he's, he's a sweetheart. Oh, I, I, you want me, <laughs> what do you want me to say to him? He's like, he's my favorite athlete, and uh, everyone was saying that he wouldn't win. You know, I'm believing him, and like, dude, you're really you're really inspiring a lot of people. Well, I think it's because the story is super relatable. And that's the goal with all of this, right? I think all these other athletes, it's like, oh, you're six foot eight. You could jump 45 inches in the air. You were, you know, gifted uh, at, at birth. You know, you've been doing it your whole life. Or even if they're small, it's like their dad was the basketball coach and made them do drills since they were five years old. And they're maybe only 5'10", but they've been doing it for 20 years, so they have the best handling. Um, this is This story is for the kids that, maybe wake up one day and want to completely reinvent themselves to maybe become an athlete or whatever it is that they want to do in life that they didn't think was possible since they had him doing it their whole life. And that is me with this story showing up in the gym, being looking like a fucking idiot, you know, no muscle off of Disney channel. This kid's never going to, you know, do anything in this sport. He'll never become anything, blah, blah, blah to, Three years and nine months later, being at the pinnacle and top of the sport and rising in skill level on a day to day basis to uh, become world champion. And I think that is more powerful than any other sports story that I've seen because they're just not relatable. It's like, OK, cool. Yeah, I'm watching this. But like you're still it's 300 pounds and six foot nine and you're your thing on people. Your thing this I think it finally worked. I don't think there's really anybody left, any of those naysayers left now. I just don't think there can be. I don't think you can be watching from the outside it, uh, as no, either but, an but, athlete, but a boxing analyst, a commentator, and and be willing to to have to stick your foot in your mouth that hard on the at least Jake Paul's a credible threat and a credible athlete narrative. So do you? It just it just. So what do you have to say to KSI then, who's still? No, I I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I, see, here's the thing. This is this is one of the issues we have in today's day and age, and this and this is not having to do with either of you guys. I can love. I can like. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KSI is a person and and heavily disagree with one of his opinions and takes and and agree in a major way with 95% of his other ones. That that's and that's completely okay. There's no animosity there. There's no hatred. Nothing but complete love and respect for the the person. But I can say that I think every time he says it now, you could see it by way of the comments. You could see it by way of the reactions of his peers that his takes on you as a credible fighter and a credible threat are not 
they're 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 falsehoods now. So 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 yeah, I would I would challenge him completely on those opinions. What one hundred percent? That's I mean that's 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 obvious at this point. Yeah. I, I I do wish people from a more macro perspective can kind of. Uh Except that you can like someone and disagree with what they have to 100%. say, think, or do. There's a world where that's possible. But right now, everything seems so divisive and polarizing. Like, it's not even as fun to make content anymore just because of how, how, how much division people are, like, waiting for. We just talked about and, this and, at and, length yesterday. And, and hoping for it. It's, 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 it's the sad. world's favorite type of content. You, you guys both came up making fun, entertaining, loose content. I, I, I you know, drew inspiration from you guys and started to do the same thing. There's a reason why a lot of that content's not working anymore. There's a reason why probably Casey and Roman and all these guys don't like making content anymore because the world currently has a fervor and a hunger for political genocide review, uh, school violence, uh, real, real divisive, or or not always divisive, but just really heavy stuff. And of course, there's a place and time for that content, but it's become the the main, the mainly uh, um, desired type of content. And if you don't like making that type of content, I don't always want to go and talk about that type of stuff, about genders and all that type of stuff. I think there's a place and time for it, but there's also used to be a much larger appetite for just simple entertainment, for just having a good time, kicking it with your friends. And I think, obviously, you guys are recently, as of the past week, in a dialogue and a conversation with one of the, the bigger commentators in that space, Andrew Tate. And I want to I talk to you guys about this because I know you, you, you talked about it on your show for a few minutes. Also, combat sports guys, him and his brother Tristan. I want to bring an unbiased angle to this. I'm going to stay right in the middle. And I want to break down what an MMA fight looks like between Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Tristan Tate, Andrew Tate. There's With, with the three main categories involved, which is upper body or, or hand striking, kicking, and, and wrestling and or grappling and what that looks like. So let's start with let's start with actual fist striking. <laughs> who, who, that's fine. You can have that opinion or that that thought. Who takes who no, takes no, no, that? I'm, I'm just laughing because like how do you want to do this? Yep. You're gonna go. I want to do you're a, a go, breakdown. You're gonna go striking, grappling. I know striking kicking? generally that striking generally would be hand and feet combined, but I think it's important that we break it down from a from a boxing, Hold a on. kickboxing, and a and a jujitsu standpoint. Before wrestling. before we answer, are you even interested in this conversation? Because like he I is. because my, well my not to hijack the question because like I'm sure some people will be interested in this is like uh, we talk a lot, we say a lot of stuff, we got big ass mouths. We also do a lot. Yeah. And we back up a lot of the shit we say or at least give it our best effort. Yeah. Right? As it stands, the other guys, they just talk a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of talking and they're fantastic at it. It's it's why they have a following. They're, they're, they can be magnetic with words and, and, it, and it draws a lot of people in. Well, Andrew, the, well Andrew Tate is a kick, was, a, was a kickboxing world champion. Well, well was. Mike, well, he uh, was. Completely I, understood, but I'm just saying, be, I want to play an unbiased standpoint here. So before we call them simply and, talkers, and also, and also, there and is also, some combat, no, 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 and also, there is some combat and also, experience and also, there. And he trains every day. Uh, and also, world, I, world I, champion. I can like, look up the exact. No, I'm, I, world champion in kickboxing is, is such a, seems like subjective sort of, thing because who how did so? he be how did no one in the kickboxing world actual champions that i know know who this guy was no one's ever heard of him the guys he beat are one in 54 like dylan Dallas Dan was a four-time world champion in brown belt so there's still people out there who are significantly better than him so is there different like credibilities and different yeah there's different all types of different belts 
and uh, in a Re- lot regar- of regardless, let's just yeah. call him a let's just call him a skilled kickboxer for the way yeah, of, yeah. for means of this conversation. Yeah, if that makes sense, and who still trains on a daily basis, right? Yeah. So so. So uh, sorry, where were you going? Oh, I, oh, I, that I was, is, I was that going, simply I was going, not going to lead anywhere. No, I was just going with this. Like, um, we can sit here and talk all day, but that seems kind of pointless to me. Like, I, I, I don't. Well, let's why? have what's, a, a what's the point? Let's have a theoretical conversation about it. Yeah. Where, that, well, this did, is why I didn't call anyone out in the ring after my fights because I can call all these people out, but these fucking people don't want to fucking fight me. So, so it's it is kind we of play annoying. video games where Scorpion kind of goes up against Reptile and they spit on each other. Let's just assume this conversation is is a is a theoretical or, or, or fun discussion that never takes place. Yeah. So striking. I mean, who's facing who, right? So it, is it yeah, is how it does tag it, team? Yeah. How does that work? How does that? It would work? have to be a new format in MMA. No, they they have two on two in, MMA, in your, but in I think Eastern it's tag Europe. team. I think. I don't know. We got to go to Russia. They do we that. Do they wherever. do like six on six. Uh, um, Florida, Florida would let us do it. No way. But this can't be that tactical. I'm just asking simple questions. So on the so from the from the upper body hand striking situation, uh, you know, part of it, you guys clearly have the power and the experience to win that portion. Correct. Now, if it were now, if it were boxing, absolutely. If it were kickboxing, he'd probably best us. Like if it was solely kickboxing, that's what I was wow, how would he not? How would it's he a not? Completely different. That's insane. I don't I, kickboxing. I think, no, it's I MMA. Think, no, 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 no. It's the, MMA. I think he's kind of clunky on his feet. It, his guard ain't great, and he's a reactive counterpuncher. Is, his chin is wide open in he, the air. He he, he leans his back. Neck, oh, yeah, you throw some big punches, you you'll get caught. But wait, if it's MMA, I mean, dog, dog. So you guys, here, the reason I'm asking is I'll just say it for you. You guys take you guys take fist striking and re- you have a wrestling background. Wrestling better. He has he has a kickboxing background and potentially maybe I don't know maybe more MMA experience. He probably ro- he probably rolls. He around. has MMA fights. Yeah. Correct. So so that's where the and really we're talking about Andrew here. Like Tristan's not really in this equation. Like well they the way they just des- they describe it it would be yeah but that's like the that's like the light work you know like we'll take that out real fast and then. By the way, without a question, I for anyone doubting that, that's fucking insane. Like, are they bigger than you? <laughs> I think. Are they really? Tristan's si- are they really size? Six yeah. Five? yeah. Si- no, no, they're they're, six they're five, both two forty. Tristan's like taller than Andrew. I think he's like six two, and Andrew's like six foot. But Tristan's like accurate? heavy. Tristan's probably like two thirty, two forty. That's yeah. big. Yeah. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Wait, that's Jake. That's big. I'm six two and a half to. 15 for reference that's he he and obviously muscle weighs more but like that's a big that's a big boy who cares mike no i'm not saying it like that i'm just talking well then what are you saying just a structural conversation like an engineer (laughs) some sort of contract (laughs) just interesting that he's that big of a guy okay so this is a silly combo all right so what you my dad could beat up your dad if this happened but if this didn't happen and it was like this this how it would happen it's just it's silly like that's why i don't i I, I think don't. It's fun. I think it's fun to have those kind of conversations, those theoretical conversations. But, but the conversation, the sound guy's laughing. He likes that. it. He likes They'd it. They solely be conversations for 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 months, potentially years. Like like, we gave him an offer. Yeah, it's, it, it's it, there's ten, one there's one thing to do. You can ten mil for Andrew, ten mil for Tristan, ten mil for you, ten mil for me, and but here's what they'll say: I don't need this for the money. You're gonna have to slap. Fifty million dollars for me even to get out of bed, but yeah, but bro, if you have okay. money, All if right. you have money, then why is it about the money? What if what if there was a what if there was a second? Are you guys confident enough so that if they ask for something that was more than the money, would you guys be willing to devote to that? Like what? 
you guys Bugattis? have to do, no, pink slips. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys have to um, start to support the Tate Academy. No, all right, not that, not that. No, no, I was serious, but you wouldn't do that. But like, you guys have to delete your Instagrams. Fuck yeah! Who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm not gonna lose. So anything, anything. Your terms. That's your terms. Whatever. Like, it shouldn't be about the money. It should be solely for entertainment and to figure out, after all, who's really about it. And we're telling you, we'll do it. But it's not going to happen. Dude, it, if, it that, happen. if that it, undercarded, it, it, if that undercarded Musk, uh, Zuckerberg, we're talking about the, the the greatest event in the history of mankind. More viewership for, I don't know if it would beat the World Cup with Messi. <laughs> but it would be, it would be I gotta say there. something. I gotta say something. The Chiefs won. The Chiefs beat the Patriots. The Chiefs beat the Patriots. It's like beating the Pop Warner team at your fucking ice. Let's go. And here's why that's important. Is it? Cra it's kind of crazy that like Tom Brady left, and then like they just fell apart. And there was always like, is it Belichick or is it Brady that <laughs> is the reason for their massive success? They're three and eleven. And then it kind of Brady kind of showed that it was him. Well, regardless that the Chiefs beat a tomato can ass team, sorry, Boston. Uh, I am honored, honored to say that Prime has uh, signed Pat Mahomes. Wow, Prime has signed Patrick Mahomes. That's sick. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. That's crazy. To uh, become a Prime athlete, I cannot believe it. We were gonna announce last week, but they had that play called back. One of the best plays I've ever seen in football. Travis Kelsey. A thousand IQ throw lateral uh, to Tony to catch uh, to score the touchdown, and it got called back. Unfortunately, they had the victory. It's offensive offsides, Whole, like sucks dagger to the heart. Um, but we couldn't announce last week, so um, I can wait, announce wait, it this wait, week. So you gotta, wait, so you had to hold the announcement for a victory. Yeah. You didn't want to know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. It was bad yeah, timing. Man, it was, shit. Sorry, it was poor. It was poor. Yeah, it was bad so, timing. So we met Patrick Mahomes. The dude is just. He's a gem. I don't know how else to say it. Just a, such a sweet, down-to-earth, like, humble human being. And afterwards, I found out that his contract was $500 million for 10 years. I said, wow. And I knew I knew he made a lot of money because he had this new roles, the Spectre. Spectre? Spectre. Oh, yeah. It's Spectre. like, it's electric. Or yeah, half, the all yeah, yeah. EV. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. He's like, how much is this? And he goes, <laughs> I don't know. Bro, he's one of the biggest... Hey. He's one of the biggest athletes Damn. in the world current right now. Yeah, and you guys signed him. Yeah, now you have him. You have Erling. You have sports clubs. It's we made some. We made some crazy content. I got to show uh, KSI a little bit of my All American, All State linebacker skills. We had him run a I saw it. a post, Insane. and I said, "I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you." And boy, did I hit him. He never he never played American football. Yo, welcome to America, dude. <laughs> That's why when we sit on this podcast with Erling and people are like making fun of me for calling soccer soccer. It's soccer. It's soccer. In Europe, I'll call it football. But when I'm here, I play football. Well, what, I play football. what's funny what's funny is that people like from the UK hate on Americans calling it soccer, but they're the ones that came up with that term. No way. And you can you can go back and figure that out in the history books. Well, let's talk history. <laughs> you can go back in the history books. Yeah. It is it is weird though that I I will uh, say it's uh, odd I'd, that we call the pigskin American football football because why is it called football? So so the a division a division is the football's a, a foot long? Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, no, because you say shit. No, it is. Hold sure? on. You you probably also tell your girls 
your dick is yeah. a foot long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the games the the game of American football starts with a foot and a ball. Oh, because of kickoff. Yeah, but that seems like something like you can come up with something for anything. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, because it's clearly thrown with a with a with a hand. Uh, just just reverting back to this last topic, uh, or uh, just reverting in general. Did you see the UFC fights last night? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, you see the championship. Yeah, Leon Edwards, Colby Covington. Yeah. Did you see Colby in the ring say that he thought he won the fight? Yeah, he's a fu- he's he's out of his mind. Okay, okay. But we already knew that. <laughs> he started right? throwing his hands up in the it, air. It's embarrassing. Like, like you, you, you feel it's like you feel bad for people like that. He goes, "There's not a scratch on me." He's bleeding, he's bleeding, bleeding off his nose. nose. <laughs> There's like an inch long what scratch. Is he, on what does he nose. do now? Because I was very invested in the outcome of that fight because of how. I want to like ask you guys a little bit about when shit talking goes wrong. I mean, he said some, he said some pretty fucked up shit, dude, about about a dead person, which which not just a dead, yeah, person. Leon Edwards' father murdered and, and, his yeah, murdered co- father, co- correct, and he's using it for entertainment to get people to buy into the fight. But when you double and triple down on something like that, you start to question if you're really trying just to sell the fight, or you're just an actual shithead douchebag who who doesn't deserve. This title shot for the at least the fourth time. This is Kobe's third shot at the title, I believe. I believe. Got to be his. I mean, last. Right? I mean, who you know, especially with a performance <laughs> like that, like embarrassing, and then to say that you thought you won the fight. I'm sorry, you're a moron. And this he tr- is what he tried to add some clarification to why he said that about <clears throat> with the, with the you know perceived fact that that his dad was like a drug dealer or whatever and a bunch of shit that from his past that I don't know where the sources are for that, but. Is there a line when it comes to shit talking, especially if you're, I guess it doesn't matter, but especially if you're not going to win. I mean, you're, you're seeing it with Strickland and, and Sugar as well right now. They, they, they unleashed some really, really nasty shit on each other. And Sugar took some deep digs at, at Strickland's abusive past his, 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 from his father. I mean, there's some really nasty shit going on in the UFC right now. And it's like, it's like if you write checks like that and you don't cash them, what does that, what does that do? Like Trump walked out of the arena while Kobe was giving his speech, Oof. bro. Like he didn't even let him finish. I mean, it was embarrassing. It was it, it was a Trump dick riding parade for Kobe, and I think he was trying to ignite the parts of the audience that will woo for Trump no matter what. But even they were like, "Yo, you're a moron," and I I want to let you talk because you you are the guest. But I had a thought. I think there should be a newly classified mental illness that we got to look into called the MDD mild delusional disorder. I think delusion is extremely common nowadays for whatever reason. People are delusional and not just because you're in character trying to sell a fight. You really are not living in the same reality that everyone else is. Yeah, they are. They're selling. They're selling. Do you want to know who deserves the, the prize of mild delusional the most? The audience, the people that are watching Kanye rant about the pyramids and fucking Kansas and the Illuminati and all this shit. Not saying he's wrong about all of it. Not saying he's wrong about all of it. But he goes on these seven minute rants about everything. The Jews and the Zionists and this and that and all of this stuff. And you're on you see these people on Twitter. Every single thing Kanye just said is right. <laughs> Every single thing Kanye just said is right. 
it's crazy to imagine that in five years we'll look back at this rant and know that everything he said was 100% right. Oh. Mild delusional no, that's, disorder. That's STD. That's severe delusional. Severe delusional. Bro, Kanye is going to be right about something. It's the same thing. It's the Alex Jones thing. When we had Alex Jones on the show and he talked about a million things. Even a broken clock is right two times a day. If you say the water's making the frogs gay, they're going to come out with a vaccine that's going to hurt people. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to do this. You know, they're, remember I went on that rant? The walls are growing lambs. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You're going to be right about something. Something, yeah. You have to be right about one of those things. So, so, But like I said, the onus is on the audience. Right now, there's this massive swath of social people who, if you go on a rant that's anti-government, anti-corporation, or anti-systematic you know, society, you're right regardless of what you say. You're just right. You're just right. It doesn't matter. Like if I say some shit right now about about Biden, I'm right. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's just that's what those what those people want to hear. So I don't know how that ties in. I guess I'll bring it back a little bit. Colby seems like one of those people. Colby seems like one of those people that's saying shit to sell shit. Strickland, on the other hand, seems to be really about it. Like when Strickland talks, it seems like he's talking from from his soul. Like he, did you see the video of him going out and pulling a gun on the dude that tried to, that was drunk in his driveway? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he lives for those moments. Strickland seems like a pretty bad guy. Not bad, but like a a, a badass. Well, he's just, well, he's just like mental, mentally completely broken, like from his childhood, that, and it's all he talks about. And he's actually like hyper insecure. And just as like using his mouth to run around all of the fear and lack of self-worth that he values himself for. And it's super common in fighting. And that's why you see like as soon as uh, Duplessis said something right back to him that got under his skin, he fucking lost it. Because he's actually not all there and mentally sound. And so he's making himself feel better by putting other people down and with his shit talk. But, it's, but his, he has the glass house. Mm-hmm. That as soon as Duplessis threw the rock at the glass house, he just broke and shattered and got hyper emotional and then obviously got into a fight with him in the crowd because he just couldn't couldn't hold back. And that's that's what men do when they feel weak and they can't do anything. They just want to go to violence to make themselves feel like the more powerful individual. And Dana's already been pretty clear that he doesn't like that shit. He doesn't like it. I mean, you, he he he. The sideshow acts, I think, kind of pissed Dana off. Yeah. Well, also, I think another reason this is happening in our society is because nothing is is very shocking anymore because we consume so much content on a daily basis and we've seen it all. People have said everything, and so to stand out, actually, you have to go to a crazier level. You have to go deeper. You have to say not so shit which is what Colby's doing, which is what Sean is bringing up in these in these press conferences because that's the only thing that's going to get clipped out is if people have a reaction to it. But nowadays we've seen everything, so you don't have a reaction to as much stuff. Uh, so it's not going to go as viral unless you're saying really fucked up shit to somebody. Um, and, and these people also, we, we could sit here and psychoanalyze them, but there is a side to it, like you said, where there is a bit of selling. And they also do want to make money and, and stay relevant and provide for their families. So I do think there is a part that knows that they could feed into all of this and generate hype 
to stay relevant to make more money from the UFC or whatever entity it is. So it is this weird combination of things. It's not all one, and it's hard to figure out who is doing it for what reasons. Um, but I do think there is a line. Like, you don't bring up fucking dead. I don't think you bring up the dead ever. Like, yeah, that that's and it all it's all in it's all in context right if if the shit talk is like building and going there but like i don't think leon was saying anything <laughs> he just he, he was just sitting there like fired a new he seems like the nicest guy <laughs> yeah 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 so it's like obviously if but for example let's just say like ksi and i were going at it it's been 6 years who knows what's going to happen of shit talk oh no so it's like and but you still different. would never, it's, it's yeah, but you would never say no, something yeah, like I that. would, I wouldn't. But it, it is all circumstantial. It's just tough these days. There's a lot of bleed through from, like you said, selling into real life, and no one knows what the truth is. And 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 also, people are doing things. I know we're strictly talking about the fighting standpoint, but it's it's kind of all. Isn't it crazy how much that politics have bled into sports and? into everything like you see it like kobe comes out with the make america great again hat he's bringing that that type of attitude towards it and i like i want to just to thumbtack what i what i was saying earlier quickly when i when i bring up all these kind of people who when i bring them up as examples are all right wing i, I don't want to come off again as a liberal i'm not i i present myself sometimes on this side i'm just you not fucking liberal i'm just not but unfortunately <laughs> like because they're fucking crazy too and by the way once again just to bring it back up they're what produced this <laughs> the liberal disorders what produced yeah, all of yeah, this shit. So it's a pendulum. Yes, we talk about it, it all the time. It swings. It swung so far left, yeah. and now we're just kind of seeing the the correction on the other side. And that's why I think the majority of content and conversation socially is becoming political or whatever, because naturally humans are making a correction to this like crazy ideology that was running woke, the world woke mind for disorder. like three four years yeah. and now it's swinging back to truth and and you got and you got to look at these guys once again like kanye and all of them and just realize they're they're smart dude kanye knows what he's doing he knows what he's fucking doing he goes on those rants and every topic he hits is aligned with the current content position he knows exactly what he's fucking doing he don't he don't believe that there were pyramids in kansas he doesn't he just knows how to fucking sell records bro that's yeah. it no and that's where that side of it comes in where he still has his goals and things he wants to accomplish to stay relevant and sell his album and songs that are coming out so it is this like weird marketing Ploy. dance that sort of these people are making on a on a daily basis you know who else sells records benny blanco who's now dating selena gomez good for him Good for him. Benny's that upset that really upset Twitter. Why? There's like this like group of girls that are like protected. Like that, like no like, like a species? No, yeah, like it like ups really upsets Twitter, like when one of them gets a boyfriend. Does mm. that make sense? Oh, oh, oh. She oh, and oh. she's a part of see, like I don't get into the internet shit. Like I'm so versed in it, but you guys are like so rose out of it now. But there's this whole like uh milkman storyline right now on Twitter where like Big boob girls are kind of like running the show. Like, um, what's what's the chick from? <laughs> oh from, my. bro, I'm deep, bro. Wait, what? What's the chick from? Did, does anyone know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? It, it, the chick from Euphoria, um, Cindy Sweeney. She's like the biggest thing on Twitter right now because of her. She, she a, a, a 
the the, the milkman love her. They're, it's it, it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, Sarah? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like tw the milkman thing. It's. <laughs> No, 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 I don't. Twitter just. Yeah, your Twitter's definitely fucked it's up. It's not. Bro. You're, are you on Twitter? If yeah. you go on your Twitter feed, you're telling me it's just this clean slate of you don't get shootings and fights and all kinds of oh, weird I get shit. That. But no milkman. No, I don't know about this milkman <laughs> stuff. Someone in the audience back me up. We'll no, pin no. the comment. You know what I'm talking about? It's, like it's like this Twitter obsession uh, niche. With, with that community. So Selena Gomez is one of the milk women. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, she I is, I swear. Do you, I okay, I okay. I so she's one of them. So when she toppled to a songwriter who... who Not just the songwriter. That's what I was just going to say. He ain't getting enough. People aren't putting enough respect Come on, on Benny, that's Benny Blanco's Blanco. fucking name, bro. That bro, dude, his discography is... What? Who cares what he does? What... what? Also, oh, she should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she sure. should be allowed for to sure. date whoever the fuck she wants. Look at we don't you don't know who the fuck he is, like, bro. He he could be the nicest, best guy in the world for Benny's her. Awesome. No, Benny's for awesome. Her. Yeah, so it's like yeah. people just need to get, like worry about their own lives because I think it's the funniest shit when people are worried about like who's this person's dating, who's that person's dating, and they're still broke. Like, go outside and get a fucking job, or just touch like, grass. Like, bro, that it, it, it pisses me off. It's like. And then they're complaining too. It's like the same people who are like, "Oh my God, she's dating this person. I can't believe it." Consuming nine hours on on TikTok trying to figure out where they were, seeing their pictures, and it's like, those are the same people who are like, "Oh, oh. yes." So I just got well, I just got notes. Sorry, thank you, Sarah, who is not only my photographer for Snapchat, my my girlfriend, but also one of my research analysts and and producers. Um, the drama is he was Justin Bieber's producer. Yeah, he made a lot of hits with Bieber. He made a time. lot of hits with who, Bieber. Who obviously Bieber and Selena Gomez had this relationship that I think that fanfic community and mm. also the milkmen and also the milkmen mm. were very subscribed to, bro. Was this I think a lot of times they thought like, oh, are they gonna get back together down the line? So the idea that that the milkwoman the idea that Selena Gomez was dating the, his producer is is a is a storyline that we're getting into some teenage well, drama I, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I also want I, I do want to give a shout out to Benny because he's for uh, sure he, he's he's hilarious, like absurdly talented. Is so much talent. Can I can we touch on one more fight thing quickly before we go to anything else? Like maybe this Nicki Minaj Kaisen. There's so many topics. Um, no, I, I wanted to talk about something less. Okay, less, but like, can I hit one fight thing? Because I'm a commentator for a fight. Oh league. yeah, <laughs> that is true. Did you know that? So I him, saw your tweet. Him, him and I'm sorry that it happened on the same night as your fight. By the way, oh, I, I didn't plan that. It's a it's a thing for him, me. Him and George St. Pierre are commenting what's called the Karate Combat Karate Combat League. It's a new fighting format, which uh, is basically like a mixed martial arts karate combat uh, karate format. You're not allowed to grapple. You're not allowed to clinch unless you're being act unless you're actively striking. And if someone goes to the ground, you have five seconds to ground and pound before both fighters are stood back up. And it's in a conversation pit. No. A giant conversation so, so pit. So it has slanted 45-degree walls that could be used for the combat. You could put other fighters against it, or you can actually jump off of it. And there's no barrier around the ring. And so I got to host this fight the other day, which is the trilogy fight. Uh, Pettis uh, versus Benson Henderson. These two, two guys have fought in the past. Uh, twice and Pettis won both fights. They fought again, but um, the undercard for this was some people that have been in the UFC, just all these combat greats. And I got to host it alongside GSP, potentially the greatest combat athlete of all time, 
potentially, arguably. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and, and, and Bass and Boss Rutan, who's a who's a, another combat sports great. And I got to actually commentate the action as the voice of the casuals. Jacob, and I know that's not your name, but I'm gonna call you that. When I tell you this was the fiercest combat I've ever seen in any format in my entire life, boxing and MMA included, the, the knockout rate is like 70%. That's great. People were getting pulled out on stretchers. Yeah. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> it, women covered head to toe in blood. Is it bare knuckle? No, same size gloves as UFC. That's crazy. What is it, two or four? Four ounces. Four ounce gloves. Incredible. And with a, and and the the issue for me is and I'm and they they said I did a good job. I got a lot of love on on uh, socials for it for my job, but um, it is a it is a sport that kind of belongs to purists. I mean, dude, when you look at karate, you look at some of these these like combat that, sports that come from <laughs> BC. Definitely wouldn't call you a purist. I'm not. We'll call you. a Pothead. I don't smoke weed. No. Interception. Browns. Browns. Browns won. Let's go, baby. Let's Bro, go. no one cares about the Browns. I, <laughs> Bro, fuck you. How dare no you? No one cares about Cleveland. That in itself is wow. Wow, fuck you. Wow, that's you should crazy. die in a hole. That's Whoa. crazy to say. Yeah, we don't talk about death like that or holes. Oh, you should die in a hole. Shout out to everybody in Cleveland right and, now. MGK. And in Cleveland, no, in no, holes. no, no, no. Stick by your guns. No, 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 no. It's a joke. Well, I was telling my story. Oh. Oh, they almost won the game. That's crazy. Oh, that dude's. Oh man, he could have caught. I mean, that. do you guys even that. have food there? Like Cincinnati has this chili. What do you guys even have there? We got stuff. We like got what? five guys. Who doesn't? Yeah. Like, what food do you guys come out with? Yeah, the best. The even best like, food. even like LeBron's from Akron. He's not even from fucking Cleveland. It's Akron's like the same Cleveland. general yeah. area. What is Cleveland? What is Cleveland bird besides the Pauls? Steel, MGK, Lake Erie. Uh, the Bone Thugs Harmony. Travis. Oh Kelsey. shit! Bone Thugs might have saved you. Travis, bro. Travis, and Jason Kelsey. Huh? Oh really? Elbows. Yeah. The, Wait, the elbows rock, are from Cleveland. The rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, that's Who? true. Fuck. Russo. Oh, the Russo brothers. You Mar guys are Marvel directors. Dude, there's some there's amazing some real fighters from Ohio. I mean, amazing my whole fighters. stage just bird the Demilios. That's all we ever had. So I guess well, Casey Neistat. So I, I I take my Cleveland slander back. All right. It's just it was the karate combat time. You guys got drawn into the sport. Look, man, I, I gotta ask you. Twenty twenty three is coming to a close. Twenty twenty four is almost here. Any massive takeaways or or lessons you've learned from this year that you'd like to share, and what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that focus sacrifice hard work and dedication will never fail you but alcohol will for sure <laughs> no matter how many times you want to try and escape that and convince yourself that it's okay you know i think in celebrational moments a couple times here and there throughout the year sure have some wine but i encourage all the viewers anyone around my age especially if you haven't made it yet or accomplished your dreams like you should just put the put it all down sober get sober huh. fucking double down focus on yourself intermittent fasting get your mind right learn emotional intelligence meditate every single day read some books put your screen time limits on to four hours a day total and the rest of the time journal read books and uh losses sometimes could be the best thing for you and most of the time it is mm. for me it was it's exactly what i needed my life 
I'm I'm the happy in the happiest place I've ever been in in my life, and it's stemmed from a series of losses starting the year out. And so just when everything is going wrong or seeming like it's in a bad position, that's where the beauty comes from. And it sounds cliche, but it truly, truly is. And especially if you have that mindset while you're in the shit, which is exactly what I, I did and had, I was just like, there's going to be something that good that comes out of this. And sure enough, it did. So if you're in the shit right now, just change your mindset and know that something great is going to come from it and that it's not the end of the world. Um, and to, to focus on your mental health, your your state of mind, your physical health, getting your body right. Fitness is the first step to greatness. And I think that's the the big key takeaways of of 2023, man. And uh, it's been quite a fucking year. Been a great year, Huge man. Huge year, for great you, year. And that that was that was excellent. I think all of that was golden and 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 has so much weight to it. So 2024. You got anything you're really looking forward to on the horizon? Yeah, man, just a lot of uh, big conversations, a lot of stuff we've been working on. Um, obviously, just going to continue to box and stay active. Um, and, you know, that's that's my bread and butter now. So want to just improve my skill level tenfold and make some of these big fights, close these big fights that are in the talks Canelo of happening. this year. Well, you never know. That's that's a true ass statement. You never know. You never know. You never, you never know. Fucking know. And continuing to grow as a man, the the journey never ends. Um, I I'm gonna go back to do some ayahuasca in March. Very excited for that. Does that scare you at all? Because of because you you made a point a couple moments ago about how greatness can come out of bad times in your life and i thoroughly agree with that obviously more than most that having your back against the wall could lead to insanely good outcomes but does it bother you or worry you to imagine putting yourself in a situation like that when you're in a very good place of mind ayahuasca is gonna give you exactly what you need when you when you go to take the medicine i've seen it it's not always gonna some some <laughs> didn't need it bro i'm telling you <laughs> Well, I've seen it give some people some shit they did not need, bro. Yeah, because they weren't self-aware. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but but all I'm saying is it, it is a it's, it's, a, wanna, it's, a, real, you're it's a real to, deal. If you're willing to look in the mirror and you actually want to better yourself, actually, which is what I want, then I'm never scared of it. And sometimes, you know, uh, it, it just makes things more beautiful. A lot, a lot of times, like it was showing me how good I was doing because I'm very hard on myself. So it, it made it gave me so much relief. So it was like, dude, you're doing so good. And it was giving me this love. And I'm scared, man. Just a general thought. Yeah, right now in general. No, because I because I've thought about it, but I'm dude, it's such a real journey. It's like a real. Yeah. And it, and it never ends, too. It's like once you open Pandora's box, it's like, yeah, sometimes you, you that's the thing is if you're not willing to take the steps backwards before you go forwards, then yeah, don't do ayahuasca because a lot of times you're going to leave well, with wait. like a lot of shit to work on. Well, if Mike takes a couple steps backwards, he's back in Connecticut <laughs> slang and crack. And for him, yeah, it's very real. It's very real lapse. He's going to relapse nice. if he does the ayahuasca. <laughs> nice. You can't. Anyway, I can't have him going down that path. I can't. No, you, you'd be fine. No, I know. I mean, you'd dude, listen, fine. like obviously you'd I have a shit fine. ton of experience with psychedelics. But like, 
it, it seems to be like the great psychedelic. I, like, I, I think sweet, sweet I'm, Aya. I'm way more afraid of mushrooms than Come I am on, Jacob. ayahuasca. Come on. Mushrooms I've, you can I've take had, and go I've to had, Whole Foods. I've, I've had... <laughs> Like, you can't go to like Whole a, I'm saying like a hero's for, for a good time. I'm saying like a hero's a dose, <laughs> a hero's dose of mushrooms. Seven grams is much. Seven grams much more intense to me than ayahuasca. So what is the do it, okay? Well then, does that mean you are? Is your dose a little bit lower than the average? Bro, when I no. hear these stories, where, where do you go? Costa Rica. Yeah. So when I hear these stories coming out of Costa Rica from some people, maybe not at the camp that you're with. I mean, this is. A full-on spiritual expedition that involves major hallucinogenic visions, departure from your body, exploration of, of other realms. Mushrooms, mushrooms, I mean, you really got to dig deep into a bag of shrooms to get to that point. You can get there. It's 7 to 10 grams. The only other thing I could think that could bring you there is like a LSD. Yeah, both of which do, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm equating it to, like a, a hero's dose of shrooms to me is like more interdimensional and mm. wild and filled with all this crazy energy and weird hard things sometimes it's not my mushroom trips like aren't really that fun anymore it's like very introspective what about the pooping though the what pooping it ayahuasca yeah only some people do that do i poop? i didn't purge i think because i release physically like so much energy on a daily basis like anger all that stuff i didn't purge a lot i didn't puke i didn't any of that did you did and you, not everybody does it's only about like half of the people oh really oh yeah, yeah. but I, also also it i would it's be like a, i would beautiful. be a <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> it's not like we, a weird thing it's like it, it's this beautiful experience like even when you're there in the maloka and like you hear other people puking you're like happy for that it's just beautiful because they're it's releasing not, bad energy and spirit. yeah and even when i've done toad bro i was in my what? yard the last time the toad? i was in my yard oh damn this kid's fucking and i was like rolling around in the fucking grass and i like woke up next to a pile of like thor's shit you and, ate it didn't you? and i was like this is like the most beautiful thing like this is the process of life and like that now the the grass is gonna absorb this and be fertilized and, and life continues to grow and like you just see things obviously i'm explaining like a psychedelic journey in a few words but like you just see things from such a different point of view and and it makes you human and brings back that animal nature that we're so fucking removed from we're so fucking removed from and i think it's important for people to really reconnect with that and that's some of what was beautiful about you know what liver king was trying to do the ancestral tenets and like getting in the sun grounding what's all going of on these with things. him what's going on with him i don't know i think there's something he had a tough he had a tough run man what happened with his eye oh i didn't see that oh you didn't yeah i it's, saw that something's know. going on with his eye i don't know i feel bad i feel bad for how things started because he is just such a sweet man it was like that steroid scandal really fucking hurt him bro. yeah it's a, and what was sad is that we like the, the world needed his message, but he didn't need to have a nine pack for <laughs> for them to like feel his message. It is a good point. Um, final note on the on the on the um, stuff that you're talking about, the psychedelic stuff. I'm in the same boat as you. Everything be ju becomes just a part of connectivity when you walk out of those. And honestly, even that breathe the breath work that you do, 
that shrooms any of that type of stuff anytime that i've done it in the past i always come out of it thinking i'm more connected to the earth and the people around me than i've ever felt before exactly. it's, a, it's just such a connectivity thing yeah why are you saying it like that because you're from connecticut i think that's how you say connectivity connectivity i don't think that's how you say it i think there will be a linguistics expert that watches breaks it down and makes a 32 minute video that's advertised on youtube connectivity connectivity can we just pull it up and have siri say it please I can I can do it right now. I'm just interested. In that's the you you you. I mean, you could be remnants of heroin talking right there. You could brother. be right. I, it's just <laughs> I work with words. Um, Hold on. Connectivity. Connectivity. That's interesting. I mean, well, yeah. If you want to pull up in March uh, and do some ayahuasca, <laughs> Mike, just let me know. I will have the discussion with you. I do love you very much, and the person that you've become. I've said this on every single show that you've come on over the past two years. Just astounded by. Uh, how much change you've been able to enact in your life and and how much hard work you've put in it's it it is a story um of epic proportions and i'm and i could not be more proud of you and I, it's 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 there's not many people that come on the show that i can look in the eyes and say i'm so fucking proud of you and just so taken back by what you've been able to accomplish and it's just been incredible to watch so so i will i will consider that that offer for sure 100 percent. thank you man Appreciate uh, that. And yo, I'm proud of you, too. Thank you, bro. And I'm excited for the 10 out of 10 burger <laughs> 10, business. 10 burger. Bro, I need to try it. It's it's very good. I need to try it. I just it. had another successful one. It's it's coming soon. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it soon. Thank you, though. Uh, that's all I got. I'm, I'm obviously overjoyed with, with how you've evolved as a person and how you've literally just grabbed the success and created it in your life out of thin air and made it yours uh, to say I'm proud of your brother is an understatement and there'll never be words that can describe how significant that is for me um i love you bro congrats you, on the win thanks Thank for coming you. on today thanks bro yeah we love you say, say back now i love you guys <laughs> i love you guys more um that might be true you're, this, a, you're a lover bro i think i i think i do i think i've loved you guys over like time i've loved you guys more than you've loved me well, we, now we gotta make it up now yeah. we gotta make it up no 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 that's up. not how love works it's not a it's not a give to receive. No, yeah, it's not that. Um But I, when I say I love you more, I think I could I think I could back mean it, it up. I think I, I could mean it. I think this is the last <laughs> podcast of, of 2023. We got a wrap up coming, but um for the audience that continues to watch this show and and uh make us just unbelievable hordes amounts of money. Um, just, just kidding. This, this this show don't make shit. <laughs> like literally we do it because Nothing. we love it and I think you guys know that and feel it. Um so thank you for watching. As always, thanks for giving can, us your energy. Can we energy. get some feedback? Can we get some feedback? If you're watching this, what what's your favorite thing about the show? What do you want to see more of in 2024? What what type of topics do you want us to discuss? Do you love the boys only episodes, the guest episodes, where we go, what we do? Please, that feedback is incredibly important to us and we will take it into consider consideration for the next year. That's right. Last thing I'll say uh for all you sorry asses in the U.S. Championship <laughs> Tournament trying to come for my belt, uh, I respect you guys a little bit. Uh, I respect what you're trying to do. You're never going to take this from me. Good luck, Kevin Owens, Santos Escobar, Carmela Hayes, whoever the fuck else is in that tournament. Uh, <laughs> if you happen to win and you try to take this off of me, I am going to put you in so much pain. Thank you from United States champion. 2023 has been great. 2024 is going to be even better. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impulsive. We love you. Take it easy. Peace. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.